You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program is proudly brought to you by the Kiama and District Business Chamber. It's a pleasure doing business with you. Our local businesses are the backbone of our local community. Even in this connected world, you might find that exactly what you're looking for is right here already. Start with the shop around the corner. Welcome to Kiama Community Radio. My name's Lee Cordner. The subject of today's conversation is Mark Foster. Mark lives in Kiama and is the owner and head cutter, or chief cutter, at Premier Barbers on Terralong Street. Mark, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You started life in the United Kingdom. Where did you grow up and how would you describe your early life? I uh, I was born in a town just north of Manchester, a place called Bolton. Uh, Bolton's a uh, a mill town city. See, no, it's not a city; it's a mill town. Well, I was born there. Um, I moved to a few places in the UK in my early years, uh, but I did my earliest growing up. My me- earliest memory of growing up was in a town called uh, Nottingham. That was a coal mining town. It was a it was a hard life, you know. It was nineteen uh, seventies. It was good. It was good. It was a settled life. And how did you get into the barbering trade? That was easy. My father uh, is a barber. My grandfather, his father, his father, and this uh, I'm the sixth, actually the sixth generation barber. So barbering is in your DNA. Bar- barbering is in the DNA. In the, in the town where I'm from, Bolton, in the sixties, we were like. The mafia of the barbers, you know, fifty like percent <laughs> of all the barber shops in in Bolton were owned and run by my family. And you describe yourself as a premier barber. What is different about what you do and regular haircutting? In the barber industry, um, I started in the barber industry in nineteen eighty seven. Now, barbering back then wasn't considered in the hairdressing industry. Um, uh, hairdressing ladies hairdressing was much better paid and barbers not many people went to the barber shop apart from for basic haircuts you know short back and sides or just buzz cuts or or whatever whatever your mum wanted you to have and then as barberings moved on um, in my career in my lifetime it's been taken a lot more seriously uh, we obviously we can do we, we, we've always been able to do you know proper style style haircuts so, when and why did you decide to move to Australia? Well, we came to my sister's wedding. We were first invited over in night 2004, I think it was. Um, my sister got married. She, mar- she married herself uh, an Aussie husband. And myself, my then girlfriend, my now wife, Jeanette, came with me. Uh, with all my family, my sisters and brothers, uh, we all came over. We had a couple of nights in Sydney. Uh, and then we went to Barrel, where the wedding was at a winery up there and then she was having a, a honeymoon on Hayman Island at Sundays. so we thought well he would come all this way to see her so we might as well gay crash her, uh, her honeymoon as well and uh, so we all went there and, and that was our first look at Australia and on the way back on, it's a long flight back you know 24 hours each way and uh, on the way back, I just got talking to Jeanette and we thought, you know what, I, we, it's a really cruisy nice place. So we thought, let's give it a go. Let's start the ball rolling and, and see, uh, 
see if we can move that. So you move from the greater Manchester area that has a population of I think some 2.8 million people. Okay, yeah. To the Kiama local government area with a population of some 20,000 people. How would you describe what appears to be a significant life change for you? When I, um, when I was growing up, when I did my high school years, I lived in a rural area called Somerset, which is the southwest of England. Living in a countryside, in a country village, beautiful place, lovely community. Uh, and then at 16, I moved back up to Manchester, which is where I lived till I was 35. It was extremely busy in the city. Wherever you went to, there was always someone in your personal space. You know, it was a, it was an easy option for us, or or an easy choice for us to make, to move to Kayama because we didn't want to live in the city. We loved it around Sydney, but you know, um, we always wanted to live somewhere more rural. Lovely. So, when did you start cutting here in Kayama? That would have been uh, we arrived in February of two thousand and seven. We rented the shop. Uh, on Terralong Street the same year and we opened on the 17th of July 20, uh, 2007 which is 15 years ago in right, days. coming up from yeah. an important yeah. anniversary yeah, it is. then it is yeah. Yeah. and how was your experience getting into a business here how, how did the journey go for you setting up the business was quite easy um, I had a lot of help of my brother-in-law who lived in, in Manly with my sister uh, setting up the, the business side of it, uh, but setting up the shop was it, it was very difficult. I'd never ever opened up a business in a new building before. I'd never dealt with a local council before. I'd never dealt with a strata. I didn't know what a strata company was, you know. So trying to juggle all these things uh, in, into place to get the business open was uh, it was it was it was difficult, you know. But uh, we opened the door and. And, you know, just started getting a few customers in, did a bit of advertising, and, and it was uh, all good. And you navigated it? And we did. back? We did. How many people do you currently employ? Do you have trainees? I do, yes. I have um, a full-timer, Charlotte. Uh, she started with me five years ago as an apprentice. She's a fantastic barber. 90% of what she knows I've taught her, 10% raw talent. Uh, she she goes on the internet. She, she you know she searches everywhere to try and improve herself. Yeah. Uh, I have David who works for me. He's recently, unfortunately, he's he lost his barber shop in Kyama Downs. Um, good for me. I know he comes to work for me. And I also have Holly. She's an apprentice. She's a second year apprentice. Um, it's been a struggle trying to find staff as it has been for so many people in all industries coming out of COVID. I don't know where all the staff have gone. Uh, but the best way I feel to get good staff is through training. Now, it takes a long time to train good staff up if you want them to, you know, to work like you and be as passionate as you are. Then you can only do that by mentoring people and helping them. Right. Producing great haircuts for people. Absolute premier haircuts. <laughs> what type of haircuts do you most enjoy giving? And least enjoy giving. Well, I'm not liking the mullets at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> they don't look good, and you know, and they're not the easiest one to do either. But um, 
to, to be truthful, I like I like the first haircut. You know, a young child comes in for a haircut, and you know the parents think it's going to be an awful experience, and and it, yeah, it's difficult for us. You know, we have to we have to help them out, but we, you know we do their haircuts, and parents are happy, and children are happy. We try to make it a um, a pleasant experience for them to bring them back and. You know, and if you get them from very young, then you've got them for life. Excellent. KCR.org.au Local radio, local people. So, I understand health and fitness are a priority for you. What sort of activities do you get into? Well, I, uh, I've, been, I've trained at quite a few gyms in Kayama uh, in the 15 years that I've been here. As is my wife, Jeanette. I used to scuba dive a fair bit in the, in the UK. When I moved over here, obviously, living in Kayama, coastal town, got to get on top of the water, you know, bought a surfboard. So I used to surf quite frequently with um, a few friends every week. I box a couple of times a week. I swim at the rock pool. I just, I just, I have to stay active. That's excellent. And you're in the right place by yes. the sounds of it. yes. So, Mark, I can't chat with someone from the Greater Manchester area without asking them about their views on football, or soccer as we call it here in Australia. Yep. Which of the mighty Manchester or UK teams do you support? That would have to be Manchester United. I'm not surprised. No. (laughs) Before I left, we were were the best team in the UK. I, I think since I left, they've gone downhill, you know. Mm. possibly me not supporting them anymore but I used to go to <laughs> Old Trafford I was an Old Trafford faithful week in week out and it was a, a pleasure to watch them up when I lived in Bolton a lot of my Bolton Wanderers customers would ask me why don't you support Bolton Wanderers and I like I said to them all I like to leave the game happy <laughs> Good. <laughs> so how do you think Australia is going to go in the World Cup I'm extremely glad that Australia have made it through to the World Cup again. I'm very proud. You know, I've been here 15 years. I, I watched the Wallabies and the English last night. And, you know, and it was it was a great game, you know. And Australia won it in, in, in the end. And, and it, was a, it was a good win. I support Australia in all things apart from soccer, football. Uh, if Manche- if, uh, sorry, if uh, England and, and uh, the Socceroos came up against each other, I'm sorry, I'd have to be... I'd have to be an England fan, but I thought I, I wish Australia all the best in the World Cup. They are quite lowly ranked in the competition, but getting there, beating um, Chile, I think it was, wasn't it? Peru. I oh think yeah, it was Peru. That's right. Yeah. yeah, they beat Peru. They were twenty-second in the world, weren't they? Yeah. Mm. So excellent, excellent job for getting there. I note that you recently ran for Kaima Council. What made you decide to put yourself forward, and? How would you like to see Kaima developing into the future? I put myself forward for Kaima Council. Um, uh, Mark Croxford, Councillor Croxford, asked me, he's one of my customers, has been for quite some time. Uh, he asked me if I would help him out being on the ticket. I had no idea what uh, it entailed. I didn't know the process or anything. So I said, yeah, I will do whatever I can. But I will do that. I mean, I will help anyone that I feel I can help. You know, know that that in running for council, I I wanted to stay low on the ticket. 
because I didn't want to accidentally, you know, if, if we got a lot more votes on the, on the ticket and I was at number two, I'd be like a fish out of water. You mm. know, this was a trial for me. Uh, so next time the Kaima Council elections happen, I've got a lot more of an idea as to what goes on, how much time it takes. And how would I like to see Kaima? I think Kaima Council do a great job. You know, on from the looking in from the outside, you know, it's a beautiful town. They keep it looking fantastic. They've got a huge job at the moment financially, and everybody's got an opinion on that. And um, I'm sure they will. They will. They'll get us out of it. They will. They'll do a good job. Well, thank you, Mark Foster of Premier Barbers in Terrell Street, Kaima. Kaima is fortunate to have people like you who bring skills, enthusiasm colour and diversity to our community. I'd like to wish you all the best for your future and for your family and for your business. Thank you very much, Lee. Pleasure to be here. Cheers. Join us next time when we talk some more to the guys who run the shop around the corner. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program was proudly brought to you by the Kayama and District Business Chamber. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kayama Community Radio.